verse 12. 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12. Paul says, I give thanks to the one who strengthens me, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he considered me faithful, placing me into ministry. You know it's not a small thing to be placed into ministry, especially in a church, and especially in a church like this, where for the I've never seen where a church would go and ask people to do certain things instead of saying, will anybody fill in here or do this? Instead, it's laid upon someone's heart to come to you and ask you to do something um, instead of just hopefully somebody does it and it all being laid back on the church leadership. And I'm sure there are things that do fall on them and that's church members we probably don't see everything that our pastor pastor's wife deacons all those things that roll back on them but it's not a small thing to be asked or be led to do something it is the most faithful God who instills a desire in your heart to do something in a ministry and him seeing that you are faithful enough to lay that burden on your heart but placing Paul into the ministry. Verse 13 says, Although I was formerly a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, but I was shown mercy because I acted ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord abounded with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is trustworthy and worthy of all acceptance. This, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. Um, I had a fr- I'm sure I've told you this story before, but bear with me. I-, I had a friend that I used to do nitpick stuff for. His name was L.R. Lewis, and he was one of the strangest men that I've ever met in my life. But he asked me one day, and I was a lost man who thought that he was saved. He asked me one day, he said, why did Jesus Christ come to die on the cross? He said, do you think it was to save bad men from themselves? Do you think it was to make bad men good? And I said, well, that sounds good enough, so yeah. He said, no, Jesus Christ came to make dead men alive. What grace and what love. The saying is trustworthy and worthy of all acceptance. Verse 16 says, But because of this, I was shown mercy in order, in order that in me foremost, Christ Jesus, this is one of my favorite parts here, that in me Christ Jesus might demonstrate his total patience For an example, for those who are going to believe in him for eternal life. Me and Abigail were talking this morning a little bit at breakfast about, you know, um, the people who preach everything's going to be okay just as long as you have faith in him. Give and he will give tenfold prosperity preaching. And uh, the first thing that popped into my mind was tell that to Stephen. 
Tell that to John, who was beheaded. Tell that to Peter, who was crucified on the cross. Tell that to Jesus himself, who was crucified on the cross. But when you think of Stephen and how he looked up into heaven, though he was going through one of the most painful executions, his pain was taken away. That doesn't mean that he was not berated by stones and beat to death. So when you think about these things, maybe people preaching the prosperity, that it's good for us, that God made all these promises so that we could enjoy life. God made all these promises. God brought us from death to life. God created the universe. God died on the cross. God gave us prophecies and preachings and stirrings in the soul and our souls for what? To demonstrate his glory and for his honor and glory. That's why it's so precious to me to think, well, how do you know that it's going to be okay? Because God promised that everything that he does, everything that he would do, would bring him honor and glory. And I know that he is faithful to me because he is faithful to himself. And he is not slack. Verse 17 says, Now to the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, to the only God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this day and this opportunity to be able to gather here this morning and worship you. Lord, we pray that you would go before us, be with our Sunday school teachers, Lord, that uh, you would just bring back to remembrance the things that they've studied, Lord, and that you would use them as your mouthpiece. Lord, help us to learn from them and use these things for your honor and glory. Lord, I pray that you would be with Scotty as we enter into the worship service, that you would just bless him and be with him. Lord, just stir in us a, a willingness and readiness to worship in spirit and in truth. Lord, I pray that you would be with Brother Israel as he comes before us, that you would fill him up, pour him out, and God, just all things that you would be honored and glorified above most. All these things we ask in your name. Amen.